I am chatting with Kim Heidinger of Agape House. Hello, Kim. Hey. Hi, Carly. How are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. Thank you so much for making some time to have a conversation about mental health. Now, you are one of the counsellors at Agape House, is that correct? Yes, I am called the non-residential and follow-up counsellor at Agape House. So that means that uh, when people leave the shelter, when women leave the shelter, I provide support as they move on with their lives. And I also provide counselling for people who want information about domestic violence or abuse or want some uh, lighter counseling in that area, but they haven't been in the shelter or they don't need to be in the shelter or they don't want to be, but they just are looking for more information and some support in a difficult situation. Okay, so you have experience in counseling people with mental health issues. Yes. uh, Before I came to this job, I spent 15 years working in the mental health field. So um, mental health is a topic near and dear to my heart and feel very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. So when I reached out to you to have a conversation about this, I my I didn't want to co- this to come across as a trite kind of like four tips to better mental health. I, I wanted to just, you know, there's been lots of people struggling with mental health, you know, outside of COVID, but even specifically because of COVID. And, how you know, how do we help people who are struggling with mental health? That's what I want to hear from you. All right. Yeah, I was thinking about your question, Carly, and how to approach it in a, a different way than just some simple tips. So the piece of information that I want to share is to talk about um, our feelings and paying attention to them, just focusing on our feelings. Um, I have a favorite movie. Um, I think it's a lot of counselors' favorite movie. It's called mm-hmm. Inside Out. And in that movie, they talk about some of the basic human emotions. So generally, there's six basic human emotions. There's joy, sadness, disgust, fear, surprise, and anger. And if you look at that list of six, there's only one that is really positive. So, And the rest, the rest you know, can be looked at as negative. So what I'm saying is um, I suggest people pay attention to their feelings because we have been given all of those feelings and a lot more along with that. But those are the six basic ones. And we're often told or taught that we should try to be happy or or feel good about that or think positive. And and yes, of course, we want to do those things. But when we've been given all these other emotions that can be considered negative, We also need to take the time to pay attention to those feelings. We've been given them, and if we don't pay attention to them, we end up stuffing them down, and then we end up getting sick. We can get sick physically. You don't feel well emotionally and mentally and psychologically. So I just want to say again, pay attention to those feelings, even when they're negative, because your brain and your body will tell you that something is wrong, that these emotions, these feelings are coming up. And we've been given those feelings and we're wired to pay attention to them, not stuff them down. So when I say pay attention to them, that means exactly that. Just allow yourself to feel whatever feeling it is that you're having. Um, You have to be careful about your actions with some of them. That's where you need to, you know, exercise some control um, or look at, Um, next steps for things but it's okay to allow yourself to feel those things 
And I think that's a, another piece I want to point out is making it okay to feel those feelings. Again, we've been given them right. for a reason. We're right. able to pay attention to them. And a lot of them are protective feelings as well. So we need to pay attention. It's interesting because that is something that, you know, we're kind of, that's that's uh, counterintuitive, <laughs> right? <laughs> to feel your feelings, to allow yourself to actually feel them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And when we hear messages, like some sometimes in the past we hear, oh, don't cry, or you shouldn't be angry about that, or you shouldn't be afraid of that. Um, there, there's that word should, and I often talk to clients about the word should too. The word should comes with a lot of guilt and heaviness to it. So I often say that's a word that we could actually remove from our English language. And you can come up with all kinds of different ways to say things without using the word should. Mm. So we shouldn't or should or shouldn't feel feared or disgust or anger. And again, we've been given those emotions. We're allowed to feel them. Right. And and as you said, it's what we do with those feelings. That's really the key thing is yes. how, we're, how we respond to those. Yep. How we respond to the stress and how we respond to those different feelings. Wow. Okay. So feel our feelings. Feel our feelings. Yep. That's my one uh, simple or not so simple tip for looking after your mental health. And so how do we, how does a person actionably feel their feelings? What would you suggest if a person's feeling anger and, and how do they, how, how do they act that out? Okay. Well, that's, that's where we hear a lot about this word mindfulness that we've been hearing a lot about in the last five to 10 years. And it is just actually paying attention, paying attention to your thoughts, paying attention to how your body feels, um, being in the moment and acknowledging those feelings. And then I'm going to pull a little tie in here, Carly. Um, We've got some workshops coming up at Agape House. We've started on this journey of doing virtual workshops and Mm -hmm. we're in our uh, third month of doing them. So I've got a couple of workshops that are coming up that can allow people to express their feelings. Okay, so I took part in one of them. Mm-hmm. In the uh, smash journaling one, which I, you know, I'm, anybody I'm talking to about it, I'm saying you got to sign up for this thing. First of all, it's free <laughs> and yes. it's quite simple and powerful at the same time. Yes, I was happy to have you there, Carly. And uh, we did have a really great um, evening doing smash journaling. And smash journaling is just freedom to express your thoughts and feelings on paper without having to do a whole lot of writing. Um, anyone who's ever been to counseling will have a counselor who's told them, you need to journal. Journaling is good for getting out your feelings, getting out your thoughts, decluttering your brain. And smash journaling allows people to get their thoughts and feelings out um, through collage, through mm-hmm. pulling and tearing and cutting things out of magazines or flyers or whatever else you can get your hands on and doing exactly what it says, smashing it, onto a page, and then looking at it afterwards and taking note of things that might have been in your thoughts, in your head, and you didn't even realize were there. Carly, would you be willing to share something that you found interesting when you did your Smash Journaling page? Well, so I found it interesting because you just said, rip whatever draws your attention. Mm -hmm. And then so 
I ripped a whole lot. So I only I had enough for two pages, but I only did one. So then as I went through, I called it out a little bit. And it was all I could tell now in retrospect, as I look back at the page, I'm like, boy, I was just in a happy place because uh, it was yeah. all, you know, summertime, sunshine, light colored words, like light, light hearted words was what mm-hmm. was what I, you know, look back on it and just kind of, you know, explore, that sort of stuff. It was just very lighthearted. And I went, okay, and now I need to see a day when I'm maybe not feeling as lighthearted, what the, what that page would look like, mm-hmm. right? And I always tell people to put the dates on the pages yeah. too, so you can look back and kind of remember and go, oh yeah, that's how I was feeling that day. Or, oh, I that's what was triggered that feeling. So it, it is a, another alternative way to, to express your feelings mm-hmm. in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the other programs that you were talking about? The, you've got smash journaling, you have um, art journaling, and affirmation cards. Yes. Um, art journaling is another um, form of journaling which doesn't use words. It's artistic expression, and it's done by another one of our counselors named Helen. Um, we've also got the affirmation cards workshop. That's one of the ones that I uh, facilitate, and that is writing positive I statements to help change your thinking patterns, to um, get away from negative thinking patterns, replace um, old thoughts and old patterns. Uh, we have Painting with Ray coming mm-hmm. up again. We have um, That's coming up this Thursday, and then we have another one in February, too. Um, I think also there's some card-making workshops just for fun and creativity. And then there's a new workshop in February called The Phoenix Project, which directly focuses on women who are looking for ways to um, heal from domestic violence and abuse. Okay, which is a whole nother level. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just want to go back to your affirmation cards for a second. Mm -hmm. We had been chatting earlier about the power of positive words. Mm-hmm. and how that helps with mental health. Can you speak to that for a second? Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to people a lot about neuroplasticity, which is kind of a trendy word in the, <laughs> the last five to ten years as well. But it's the idea that with repeated thinking, we actually create ruts in our brain. And every time we have that same thought, those ruts get deeper. So when you do things like write affirmation cards, you use an I statement with positive words, and every time you have a negative thought, you try and replace that negative thought with the positive one. And the theory of neuroplasticity is that what you're doing is helping to heal up those old ruts of negative thinking and build new pathways in your brain of the positive thinking. Okay, so the first step to that would be knowing exactly what your negative thought is, like Absolutely. capturing that thought and knowing it. Yep, and that's something we do in the workshops, too. We do spend a bit of time looking at what are your negative thinking patterns? What are some of those old messages that are ingrained, literally ingrained into our brains? So we do go into that first, and then we spend time talking about, okay, how do we turn those around? And a lot of the comments I get are, yeah, I can turn that around, but I don't believe that or it's not true. Hmm. And, And that's where I go, exactly. We're trying to train our brains to believe 
the better thought, the more positive thought. Right. So, so even if a- you don't believe it, you write it, um, you say it, you think it, you stick it on a mirror somewhere where you have to look at it all the time. Right. So it's a process, and and you're creating kind of a habit of yes. telling yourself this. Hence, having the affirmation cards all over the place. Yep. And you're literally rewiring your brain. I love that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to add uh, about what we've talked about in regards to mental health? I think we've covered most everything. Okay. Just very excited that uh, Agape Houses is continuing on with our virtual programming. Mm-hmm. We just <clears throat> went ahead and threw ourselves into it to see how we could do with virtual programming, and it's working, and we're getting more and more participants and having a lot of fun over here with it as well. Yeah, I highly recommend it to everybody. You can actually find more information on your Facebook page yes. and uh, on your website. Yes. And and it's nice little intimate group and little conversa- as little conversation as you want while you're doing this, but um, you create mm-hmm. such a warm atmosphere that people just, you know, you're, you're ch- I found it really interesting that, you know, there was a little bit of chatter, not a whole lot, because you wanted to be introspective as you were ripping things out of magazines. But there was yeah. still a little bit of ch- a little bit of chat there mm-hmm. with uh, people I had never met before. Yeah, it was a great way to connect with some new people. And uh, we, we can't, you know, get together with people in person yet in any large groups. So, yeah, it's. Uh, and that was a group that night, Carly, that we I felt we connected really well mm-hmm. very quickly. So that was fun. Thank you for being part of that. Uh, I'm so glad I participated, and I'm looking forward yeah. to the next classes. Thank you so much for all of this information. You know how do we how do we help our friends? You know, one last thing. You know, I, let's say I have a friend that's struggling with mental health. How can I walk alongside them and help them? Ah, uh, yes, I do have a thought for that as well. Um, the best thing you can do, and, and like you said, a lot of people do ask, how can I help someone else who's struggling with their mental health? Uh, the best gift you can give is to listen. A lot of people, when they have that space to talk, will solve their own problems as they talk. They talk it out. They're problem-solving as they talk. So if you just listen quietly, you can ask a you know a question here and there. Sometimes we might want to clarify, but you don't even have to do that. You can just sit back and listen, because people need to sort out their thoughts. Right. So how I'm helping a friend is I'm I'm helping them by just sitting and and letting them feel their feelings, express their feelings, their feelings. Yes. So it's both there, right? They're expressing their feelings. You're allowing them to feel it, giving them that space and providing listening. So the power of just a positive presence. Absolutely. You nailed it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, thank you so much for all of this information, Kim. So appreciate your expertise in this area for sure. Ooh, no expertise, but I'm glad I can provide a little extra help during these difficult times. Thank you so much, Kim. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carly.